0: The information discussed on this show is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. All content is for general informational purposes only.
1: It's Guy's Guy Radio.
2: Here's your host, Robert Manny. Welcome to Guys Guys Radio. This is your host, Robert Manny, welcoming you to the show where men and women can be at their best and everyone wins. Guys Guys Radio, we're here to inform you, inspire you, empower you, and get you to think and feel, and who knows, maybe even act by virtue of the journeys, stories, experiences, and insights from the guests I bring you each and every week to the show. And once again, this week is no exception. I've got two wonderful guests, two women from different parts of the world who are going to share with us their areas of expertise. We've got Marcella Benson. She's from Miami, and she's written a book called Love, Peace, and Vegetables, Recipes for Conscious Living, and it is just that. There's lots of recipes on how to eat and prepare raw food. There's lots of ideas as to how to live your cleanest, most conscious lifestyle, she has a coffee table book. It's gorgeous, beautiful pictures, beautiful recipes, and a lot of great tips for living your best life and becoming a little more conscious about how you live, making the right choices, and how to slowly kind of evolve to a much more healthy lifestyle. It's a terrific book. She's a wonderful person. Uh, I really enjoy talking to her, and I think you're really gonna enjoy our interview. We've also got, from Thailand, we've got Shalini Josi Yamdagni. And she's written a book about emotional freedom technique, EFT, or tapping, if you will. It's a, a holistic modality where you actually tap. There's, I think, seven, seven or eight points or nine points around your upper body that you tap and you go through a protocol in terms of how to kind of achuage various situations or maladies you may have, that you, whether it's emotional or physical. In Shalini's case, it's all about instant pain relief the name of her book is And a Simple, Effective Approach to Healing Chronic Pain. So we're going to get into that today. Two very different guests, two very different areas of expertise, yet both very, very helpful for us. I think you're really going to enjoy my conversations with them, and they're really nice people, and they're really cool also. So once again, on Guys Guys Radio, it's not all guys. It's not all about beer, football, babes, and that kind of stuff. We bring you guests that are thought leaders and have information that may help you make the right choices to live the best life you can live. And that's why I'm here. I filter out who I wanna bring on the show. I make sure they have something to offer us. And I think you're really gonna enjoy the guests I have for you today. So what else is going on? Well, I'm here in San Diego. I've been here with my family close to three years because we got out here. We moved from Manhattan, New York City. I lived there for three decades. I also had a place down the jersey shore in a little town called ocean grove which is just south of asbury park so I, I had a really great lifestyle there and my wife has some relatives here we came out here a few times and it seemed like you know what if i really want to build this new thing build it on the sky's guys, guys brand maybe it's better to go west it is a very openness here and we really like it and we like the more outdoorsy lifestyle and i did my time in manhattan and at a certain point For me, I decided to step back and say, you know, I've traveled all around the world. New York's my favorite city, but they're going through now that pandemic hit, they're going through some tough times, but I didn't know that when we moved, but we decided to just take the leap, move out here to California, We did it, then the pandemic hit and we decided to stay in place in downtown San Diego, which is a pretty cool place. Now it's kind of happening here. Little Italy is right close by to us and there's a lot of great restaurants, places to walk around. And it's a chiller vibe here than there is in New York. And New York's going through a tough time. I've been back a few times since the pandemic hit and it's just really gut punch there. A lot of people are going through a lot. And every, you know, there's 8 million people and people are all over each other there. So it's been very tough. And then you've got the issues with the subway and the crime and everything else. And the city seems to go in cycles. And I was there, I think, for probably the greatest 30 years I could be there, which was kind of the 80s, 90s, 2000s, and maybe a little more than 30 years. I was there for a good chunk of my career. I had a blast. It was a fun, fun place. And here we are now. So anyhow, we're going to move north out of the city. I'm looking forward to that because we're going to be a little more coastal, And there's so much beautiful coast here in California. And we want to kind of get away from the urban thing. I've done that enough. And so has my family. So we're looking forward to that. And we're going to stay here for another year or two. See what happens. My son is in school and we want to see what happens after he gets to the next level. And where we want to go from there. So we're... Maybe on the road again, maybe we're going to stay here. We'll see. But for right now, we're here in Southern California. We're having a great time and doing the best we can based on the circumstances that we're all immersed in right now with all the challenges and the pressures and everything else. I won't get into all of that. You can find that any place else on media right here. We want to bring you the best information to help you work through some of this stuff and really get the most out of life and live your best life because we're here really we should get some joy out of this experience here on the planet and it's been squeezed we're being squeezed quite a bit now so hang in there people it's going to get better so guys guys radio my special guests are marcella benson and shalini yoshi Yamdagni. we're going to get to them right now it's guys guy radio Okay, today we're going to talk about conscious living with Marcella Benson. Marcella is a spiritual nutrition counselor, Essenean princess, an author based in Miami Beach, Florida. She's a healer, a passionate poet, spiritual teacher. She was trained by another Guys Guys radio guest, Dr. Gabriel Cousins, MD, who has been a guest again on our show and at his holistic school of wellness, Marcella has earned a mastery in vegan live food nutrition. She studied superfood nutrition, Ayurvedic science, uh, which I have been through Ayurvedic protocols that I highly recommend, Uh, Chinese tonic herbalism, Amazonian herbalism, zero point energy healing, healing with gems and stones and the application of bioresonance, biofeedback and frequency for harmonization. I know that's a lot, but this is all good stuff. Her mission is to help the world evolve into a new way and better way of living and eating. She's got a stunning coffee table book that I highly recommend. It's just gorgeous. It's called love, peace and vegetables recipes for conscious living. It's an inspirational guide for health, spirituality, positivity, compassion. It is a beautiful, beautiful book includes lifestyle advice, inspiration, affirmation, tips, menus, over 100 live food, vegan recipes, original art, colorful pictures. It's just gorgeous. I'm so happy Marcella's here today with us for the first time on Guys Guys Radio to talk about her wonderful book, Love, Peace, and Vegetables. Welcome, Marcella.
0: Thank you, Robert. Thank you for a wonderful introduction.
2: So let's start right at the beginning. What inspired you to become a leading expert in in food, live food cuisine? Because it's such a specified area and it's such a growing area and it's so good for you. So what was your path that took you there?
0: My path, it it was it was several things. Yeah, it was the beginning was a compassion when I started at 15 years old. It was compassion towards the animals and the understanding that I wasn't going to eat um, animals. For me, that was at 15 years old, that was like, oh, I understand now. And my life became better with that understanding. You know, that's what happened to me. Then later on in life, I realized that um, even though I was vegetarian, my nutrition was not any better. Uh, Although my connectedness with the world and my understanding grew tremendously, My nutrition did not, my health did not. And I do come from uh, my family uh, with diabetes and obesity. And uh, that really marked a huge part of my path, you know. And um, through that, and also through my children, through realizing that I needed, after I had both of my children and they started having problems, and I needed to understand how to feed them, you know, because I didn't raise them a vegetarian or vegan because my husband was not vegetarian or vegan. So I needed to learn. And from wanting to learn to help my children, really, that's what changed my life.
2: There's so much to cover here, but I want to get into some specifics and some buzzwords that come up and we'll make it all with reference to your book. But let's start discussing fasting because i personally, for me, I've been doing intermittent fasting. It was the fourth time I tried. Now it finally stuck with me and I'm getting so many benefits out of it. And I started with, a, I, had, I had gotten sick. I did a water fast for about four days. My wife did about seven days. We began intermittent fasting. And now I've added, what, both of us actually, one day a week where we fast, including the, the, the six days of intermittent fasting. And I've got to tell you, the benefits, the addition by subtraction, has changed everything because I feel wonderful, particularly when I hit that ketosis area about 12 to 18 hours into the fasting state. I just feel like uh, amazing. And the thing that has happened is that my re- it's all about this dieting and everything, the yo-yo diets and everything, and eliminate this and eat this instead of that. It's all about, in my opinion, the relationship you have with food. Please elaborate.
0: Yes, it's not only the relationship. You see, the relationship we have with food is not separate with the relationship we have with life, our life itself, you know, and our relationships uh, with our friends, our relationship with our children, our relationship with our spouses or friends or partners in business. Food is not separate from that, you see? And it's another... Um, another mirror of how how we are inside and how we're able to take life, you see? And it can be emotional. It could be uh, unconscious, see, unconscious eating, which happens to everyone. Uh, It could be lack of knowledge, you see? So there is many, to food as to life, uh, is there is many layers that we can go on and talk about it to understand that food is not separate to who we are and what we're becoming.
2: Mm-hmm. That's br- brilliant. As part of that, there's also the hydration. Uh, I read that 80% of Americans are dehydrated. The number is probably higher. And yeah. people are always confused about well how much water should I drink a day? Some people say a gallon, some people say 8 glasses, some people say no, don't drink too much. You don't want to drink too much at night because you don't want to get up and go to the bathroom, blah blah blah. But what from your sense? Tell us about your perspective from your studies on dehydration and hydration and what are some of your tips for that?
0: Yes, it's it's so important hydration that the first part of my book, I open up my whole book with water, you know, how, what, what to do, when, the different options that we have to have the highest and best hydration possible and inspiration about having in the home a water altar. And hydration is very important because everything works with water. Our digestion works with water. Our skin works with water. And yes, there is a formula, but that formula can be changed depending on your, um, you know on your dosha on your constitution so for example okay just you know this this is a broad area of understanding but usually it's half of your weight okay whatever you weight half of your weight in what in ounces of water that's what you need to drink a day but for example i my dosha is such or my constitution is such that I have, I am able to retain a lot of water. My skin is always usually plump. I don't dehydrate easily. But my reality is that now in my older years, yeah, my body is starting to become more uh, dehydrated because that's something that happens with age, you see? So at this time, I need a little bit more salt and a little bit more water, yeah? Yeah. Somebody else, for example, a a woman or a man who's very thin and their constitution is more air, they're going to be chronically dehydrated. And probably since they're little, they need to be taking salt and water to keep the water in because their body works in a way that uses up a lot of water.
2: I assume that goes without saying that would be Himalayan sea salt or some type of, you know, good salt, not the refined salt that you buy in a package necessarily, mm-hmm. in a super, not the commercial salt that we always see in a supermarket, correct? Okay. A lot of people love the idea of cooking their food. Give us some reasons why they should consider shifting and adapting and evolving towards more of a live food diet. And how would you define actually live food for them?
0: Well, a live food, uh, nutritional lifestyle. It is food without cooking, without putting it in the fire. You can dehydrate it, which is a form of cooking and breaking the cell wall of the vegetable, so they're more digestible towards you. Or you can dehydrate them completely, or you can massage it, also breaking the wall of the vegetable and releasing the waters, the enzymes, and all the life out of the vegetable. Or you can, you know. You- there is different ways to prepare live food, like sprouting, microgreening. Uh, there is many, many, many different ways. Um, but live food, essentially, what it is, is that the vegetable is its most live and biophotonic energy um, that has for you because at the end of the day, you see, We we are this physical matter, but what sustains the physical matter, it is the light behind the matter. So what we need when we feed ourselves, for example, wild food is going to have a greater amount of light. Superfoods like cacao, maca, maybe unprocessed, first cold press, stone press, olive oil has an incredible amount of light. Therefore, energy and therefore energy that you will feel in your physical body to come also to have much more energy in your life, to have more vitality, more youth, you see. So when we're looking at food and live food specifically, we are looking at these measurements of life and light and color, which is that what we are. What we need to keep ourselves young, out of inflammation, it's color, which are phytonutrients. Yes? Yes. Energy, you know, light energy. Light energy gives you a magnetism, gives you a hump for life and a (sighs) communion. You see, communion with the natural world that otherwise you don't get. You see, like uh, when you're eating pasta, for example, which is absolutely delicious. I'm not going to deny it. I like it myself. (laughs) Uh, You know, let's let's be real. You know, what happens is the wheat in the pasta, right? It has been stripped from all of its minerals. It has been stripped from his brand, which is the fiber. It has been stripped of everything. And the only thing you have left is the white flour this white flour, then they make it into pasta. Yes. If it's not hundred percent cebolina and you have no nutrients there, no nutrients is only a high amount of fast rising carbohydrates, which in the next day you're going to wake up and you're going to have a spike of sugar. You see, because you can measure it. It's not, it's not that I'm just you know, uh, trying to put pasta in a bad place. But now there is many good options for pasta, so... (laughs) There are things coming into the market. Don't put are, pasta
2: down, right? We got yeah, a lot of pasta. Yeah, no, no.
0: But no, there, are, no. there are
2: ways, right? There are ways. There, to, there are
0: ways. Right. There are ways. You don't have to, you know, because it's important. You don't have to do without. You have to do different. Mm-hmm. And okay. when you do different, then you realize there is so many more options that you didn't know, and you can really have fun and eat delicious for the rest of your life. I promise. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be telling you just eat bland or you know just eat a piece of lettuce because that's a really You know, it just doesn't cut it. Just one lettuce, one tomato. Sometimes, yes, but many times it doesn't.
2: Guys, Guys Radio, my special guest, Marcella Benson, we're talking about her gorgeous coffee table book, yet it's chock full of recipes, beautiful photos, such beautiful poetry, text, whatever. It's just a gorgeous book. It's called Love, Peace and Vegetables, Recipes for Conscious Living. I guess prep is a question uh, and an issue for a lot of people because they're like, okay, you've just explained to us why moving towards live food and more conscious living is important. A lot of people are intimidated by how do I actually prep the food? There's a lot of soaking. There's a lot of timing with that. Maybe the food, the beans or something. Will it get soggy? How how does that, a couple of tips on that prep.
0: Yes. Well, you do have to get creative. And back in the days, you know, when I'm, I'm speaking about 20 years ago, that was a lot of work. 20 years ago, being live food and preparing everything. Nowadays, let me tell you something. You go into the supermarket and you buy Mm -hmm. chopped onions, you buy chopped everything, all organic, all ready to go, because that's how I'm teaching some of the executive people that come to learn with me. I'm teaching them. So if they're working, you know, eight hours or 10 hours a day, you know, they can't come home and spend three hours in the kitchen because there is no three hours to be spent in the kitchen. Yeah. And most of the things you don't need to cook. So there is no cooking time. Okay. Yes, there is a reorganization. You can buy sprouted chickpeas. You can buy sprouted mug beans. You can buy all of your sprouts. Yeah. Some people have the time to do it. And for those people, they can go through my book and realize and do it and practice it and do what they need to do. But really, for the people who don't have the time to sprout, there is a myriad of options that are already there, ready for them to prepare in less than 15, 30 minutes a meal.
2: Now, there's so many beautiful recipes in this book. Do you have a, a, a favorite?
0: You know, I rotate my favorites. I it's... <laughs> Like, for example, uh, you know, I can have chia for a month and then I don't have it for three months. And then I'm like, oh, I, I need to have yogurt and I have yogurt for, you know, or then I'm like, oh I just really feel like that Caesar salad dressing that I just love so much. And I have it for a few months and then I change and I and, and I'm in and sometimes, you know, so I'm I'm always rotating. I love spicy, so spicy, it's always something in my life that I add into anything I make. You know, and you know what I, what I like the most? My easiest recipes. <laughs> the ones that take the least time, like my blueberry, my blueberry Zen pie, that is so easy and so fast. And once you make that one, you want to make it with blueberries, with strawberries. It, it opens up a whole new way of thinking. Uh, Because the important thing about these recipes in particular is that once you learn them, it also shows you a different way of thinking about food and about food prep.
2: Tell us about the indulgent factor, because a lot of it is ritual. How can you maintain the indulgent factor when you transition to a more live food lifestyle? I'll give you an example. I stopped drinking about 18 months ago, and I... A couple of months ago i said i'm going to try one of these non-alcoholic beers and you know what they're perfectly fine because i get to take a cold bottle out of the refrigerator pop it open pour it in a glass it looks and it's 90% the same taste it just doesn't have the alcohol so a lot of the, a lot of our behavior with food is is ritualistic so my question then is how can people transition towards a live food lifestyle while maintaining that need for the ritual indulgence
0: yes well you see rituals we must understand that come with time and with transformation you see uh for example if you're used to like i was used to i grew up drinking coffee and i was like the coffee queen and i wanted my coffee and my cappuccino and my cortadito you know what i mean and that was my ritual. And one day I realized that that was no longer serving my health, my brain, my everything. And then I, I'm like, I'm completely dropped out of this ritual, which is fantastic. You know, it, it activates your your um, digestion. You go to the bathroom. I mean, it's a whole thing you have with the coffee. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> it can, because you see... It, food calibrates you into uh, the sacred rhythms of life yes yeah and uh, as we shift okay as we shift we adopt new rituals like for example now my 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 ritual is oolong tea and i love my double fermented oolong and that's my morning you know and then my other ritual is i go out to my garden barefoot And I just looked at all the bees and I looked at, you know, everything that's growing. Well, now in Florida, in the summer, everything is a little bit, you see. So that's my ritual now. What was my ritual then? A cafecito, a cortadito. You see, so rituals is a matter of growing into your new you, your new face. And believe me, when you grow into rituals that are more aligned with your soul, with yourself, with Mother Earth, which we are part of that, all of the sudden, the ritual becomes so pleasurable because it's not only a ritual, but it's giving you energy, it's giving you pleasure, it's giving you youth, it's giving the world around you better choices. You see, so you get so much more from a conscious ritual then
2: just a ritual beautiful i have to use that next time somebody asks me why are you drinking non-alcoholic beer <laughs> gorgeous gorgeously stated and the book is gorgeous his name of it is love peace and vegetables marcella benson my special guest recipes for conscious living just amazing piece of art you've put together that's utilitarian it's got great recipes great photos great text i'm really a big fan of your work and if you you're, you're terrific, and I'm so pleased and I'm so appreciative that you came on, guys guys' radio, and hopefully we'll have you back again. Thank you so much, Marcella. And before you leave, please tell everybody where they can learn more about you.
0: My website, wwwmarla dot
2: Beautiful. Okay, thank you so much, Marcella. Great to see you.:
0: Thank you, Robert.
1: It's Guys, Guy Radio.
2: Okay, Guys, Guys, Radio. Today, we're going to talk about emotional freedom technique, or what's called tapping. And we've got a very well-known international expert with a best-selling book. Her name is Shalini Yamdagmi. And let me tell you a little bit about her. She's written this book called Instant Pain Relief, but 15 years ago, Shalini was confined to her bed indefinitely due to a chronic illness, and after months of visiting hospitals and different types of procedures and treatments, her pain only got worse. Then she learned about emotional freedom technique, EFT, or tapping, if you will. She learned about it online, and after two months only of daily practice, she eliminated her disease and pain for over a decade. Just unbelievable. And since then, Shalini has strived to help and equip and empower people worldwide with this simple, powerful tool so they can free themselves of their pain and live the life they want. She's got, again, a new best-selling book called Instant Pain Relief, A Simple, Effective Approach to Healing Chronic Pain. I was introduced to her indirectly via somebody but we both admire, Dr. Joe Vitali. So here she is on Guys Guys Radio from her home base in Thailand. Welcome Shalini Hoshi Yagdami. The Guys Guys Radio. Welcome, Shalini.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much, Robert. It's an honor to be
2: here. Let's have some fun then. In a nutshell, just tell us what is it and how does it work?
1: Yeah, so EFT is emotional freedom techniques, and it's basically a self-help tool. It's a stress relief tool. It's a pain relief tool. And it is uh, it it's also known as tapping. So um, so basically, it's a combination of ancient Chinese acupuncture technique and modern psychology. So when you do, for example, when you go for an acupuncture session, I don't know if your audience might be familiar with it, You, the, the acupuncturist would stick some needles on different key energy endpoints uh, in your body, and they would stimulate it either physically by themselves, you know, uh, stimulating the needles or they would switch a light electric current so that the needles would just vibrate on these points in your body. So EFT, we don't use needles. Thankfully, we just use our own fingertips to stimulate the same acupuncture points on the body. Uh, Just tapping lightly, just like that, on on the different points, very easy to access points. There's lots of meridian, uh, meridian points in the body. We just use about nine. And that's not all you do because you tune into what's stressing you. Is it your physical pain? Is it a relationship pain? Is it your job pain? Is it money pain? Is it whatever is stressing you? You tune into that. And at the same time, you tap on these, uh, acupressure points. And the reason you do that is, you know, in, in, in Chinese, uh, uh, ancient Chinese acupuncture medicine, and even in Indian chakra system, yoga, and all of that, you believe that, you know, we are energy beings and there's energy flowing through our body. And when it is flowing well, and in, you know, it's, 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 there's ease and harmony, then you do well in all areas of your life. And when the energy is not flowing well, that means there are blockages in the flow of prana or energy or chi or whatever you want to call it, then you experience dis-ease or pain in your body, in your mind, in your spirit. And so where are these blockages coming from, right? So the, the the thing is that your body is divine intelligence. It knows what to do. It knows how to function. It knows how to breathe. It knows how to uh, eliminate toxins. It knows how to do everything. So where are these blockages coming from? And that is how, you know, that, that is uh, uh, the key difference between acupuncture and EFT, emotional freedom techniques is You don't just physically stimulate these meridians, but you think about what's upsetting you because what is creating dis-ease in your system, whether it's your thoughts, it's your relationships, it's your money worries or whatever is stressing you. That is stressing your system. That is the thing that's creating dis-ease within. And if you've got that dis-ease going on for a long period of time, if you're chronically stressed about something, your job, your family, your kids, then that dis-ease is going to manifest as disease and pain. And so it's important in EFT, if you want to be free of your pain, free of your disease, and just experience well-being, then you need to tune in to what's upsetting you. And then as you tap on these key acupressure points, it kind of Sends an electrical impulse and clears up that static that you're feeling inside. And it restores the free flow of energy. And then you, you know, you experience well-being and pain-free and, and disease-free again.
2: So you want to, when you're doing the process, you want to acknowledge for first of all, think about, okay, what is it that's bothering me? And as you mm-hmm. mentioned, things begin in your body emotionally, and then they kind of get blockages. And then you have a physical manifestation of something that goes wrong. So what you want to do is you verbalize actually an acceptance from what I got out of it. And please correct me, you verbalize an acceptance of this issue that you have, and then then you clear it. Is that true? And what do you do while you're tapping? What do you say? Now, give me an example of something like, I'll, I'll give you one. I have a I hurt myself chasing around with my son. So my hip got all gnarled up. Now it's better for, it's about 90% better, but maybe I still have a little something because I want to do some tapping on my hip.
1: Mm -hmm. Sure. So yes, so in EFT, the number one thing you do is you acknowledge. You acknowledge that there is a problem because a lot of people don't like to acknowledge that there is any problem. So the number one thing is you acknowledge that there is a problem and then you also accept that yes, I have this problem, but I'm going to be okay, or I love and accept myself, or there is some kind of a positive acceptance of after you are, you know, if you, after you become aware that there is a problem, but I'm okay and it's not the end of the world, and then you clear it. So a, a typical EFT statement would be, okay. even though I have this problem so you tap on this area which is called the karate chop point in EFT and you tap on this as you say the the you know the affirmation statement which is even though i have this problem mm-hmm. i deeply and completely love forgive and accept myself now this is a standard thing you can tweak it to whatever if it, if i love and accept myself doesn't sound right to you you can say even though i have this problem I choose to know I'm going to be okay, even okay. though I have this problem. I choose to accept that I have this problem, and I know that I'm a good person. You can just use anything if it if okay. it if the standard statement doesn't feel right. right.
2: Let me just interrupt for a second, because some of our audience is listening and some are watching. So when you mention the karate chop, what you're really doing is you have your side of your palm on one hand, and you have a three, two or three fingers on the other hand. And as you're doing the acknowledgement, you're tapping it.
1: You're tapping on for the audio, people listening on the Mm -hmm. audio, basically you tap with, let's say your right hand with a bunch of fingers, apart from your, not your thumb, but the rest of your fingers, you're tapping on your other hand. And the karate chop point is basically where the pinky finger ends all the way down to your wrist. So you would tap that area and that's where you would do a karate chop. So that's mm-hmm. the area you tap and you say the, the affirmation statement, the EFD statement, and you address whatever problem that you have. So now with your hip pain, for example, uh, I would ask, first of all, which hip is it? Uh, both my the hip? my, my is left hip, left
2: my hip? left hip, left hip. Left
1: hip. Yeah. So in EFD, we have a statement that says, in order, to be, in order to get results that are terrific, be specific. So instead, if you have a hip pain, first of all, just acknowledge that it's on the left side of the hip. Okay. And so what we would say, uh, tapping on the karate chop point, we would say, even though I have this pain in my left hip, and actually, does it really feel like pain? You have to be specific. Does it feel like tightness? Does it feel like tension? Does it feel like pressure? Does it feel like pain? Because the more accurately you describe, you tune into what's really going on with my body, that's what you need to address. So I have people who say my my left hip feels like it's on fire. Sometimes they say that. So if I was to tap on that, I would just say, even though my left hip feels like it's on fire, I deeply and completely love, forgive, and accept myself. So that's how specific you want to be. So I just want to check in with you. Do you feel pain? Or do you feel tightness or tension or something else? How yeah, like a, like a
2: tightness. We don't have to go through my whole thing now. I just want to do it as a, as an example, because I don't know how much, uh, sure. we don't have to do the whole thing, but let's just keep going with that. Let's assume it's an inflammation, right? So we're talking, even though I have, go ahead.
1: Inflammation in my left hip, I deeply and completely love, forgive and accept myself. We do that three times. Even though I have this inflammation in my left hip, I deeply, completely love, forgive, and accept myself. And you say it another time, even though I have this inflammation on my left hip, I deeply, completely love, forgive, and accept myself. And that's that's basically how you would start. And then you would go through the other points on the body, just focusing on the problem. So you would just say on the, you know, do you want me to go through the eyebrows? Yes, eyebrow, there's the nine,
2: quickly, point? there's nine points on the body.
1: There's nine points on the body. So okay. the the first point is the eyebrow, where the eyebrow starts, Okay. right? And you would just tap with two fingertips on the eyebrow, either side of the eyebrow, um, whether it's the left eyebrow or the right eyebrow. And then you would say the statement that's, you know, say the problem, with, which is I have this inflammation on my left hip. Then you switch to the side of your eye, which is literally on the side of your eye and say, this inflammation on my left hip. Then you tap on under the eye point, which is there's a bone under the eye. Just tap there and say, this inflammation on my left hip. Then you go under the nose. So that's literally under the nose point and say this inflammation on my left hip. And then you go to the chin point, which is not really the chin. It's that Left area Mm -hmm. in your chin, and you tap there, and you say this inflammation in my left hip. And then you go to the collarbone area. Just touch your collarbones. There's that mushy area under the collarbone. That's where you tap and you say this inflammation on my left hip. And then under the arm point, which is the just a few inches under your arm, and tap and say this inflammation on my left hip. And then top of the head which is right at the top. And then you just tap there and say, this inflammation in my left hip. And you just take a deep breath in and you release. And that's a very basic EFT tapping round. And that's how you would address the pain in your left hip.
2: How many times then should somebody go through that process? And then how long will it take till they get some type of relief?
1: So typically you would do that round And actually before doing that round, what we we didn't is calibrate and see before you do the tapping, how, how inflamed do your hips feel or how much pain do you feel in your left hip or how much stiffness or tightness or whatever the sensation is, how intense is that on a zero to 10 scale? So let's say it was a five, you do the tapping round and then you check in with yourself you, you you know go back to your left hip and say how's that feeling right now and typically it might come down a little bit and sometimes it may even go up a little bit and that is great because that shows that tapping is working something's shifting something's releasing something's coming up whether it goes down or it goes up it's still working and so if it goes up just make a note of What that intensity is, let's say it became an eight and then notice what's still going on in your left hip. And what are the sensations? Does it still feel inflamed? If it still is the same feeling, you would just tap again, do another round and say, even though I still have this inflammation in my left hip, I deeply and completely accept myself. And then you say, I still have this Uh, inflammation in my left hip doing the tapping on the other points on your body and just saying this remaining inflammation, this remaining inflammation, as you go down the different points, this remaining inflammation. And uh, when you do finish that round, once again, you'll check in and see what's going on. It's called following the pain trail, if you will, where you just keep noticing what your body is, the sensations in your body and you keep addressing that. And what happens is as you follow that trail and address what's going on, the intensity starts to reduce. But if it doesn't reduce, then that means that you're the, the tapping just on the physical symptoms is not going to do it because physical pain is really about mental, emotional pain and It's time to kind of go underneath, go beyond the physical pain now and address what's going on emotionally, what's stressing you, what's upsetting you, what's disturbing you. And then you have to address that mental, emotional pain to see some significant shift in the pain levels.
2: Everybody's trying to accomplish things and manifesting things and things like that. Your book is about primarily it's about pain, and a lot of people have pain. You want to clear those meridians. But let's take it another step for people to kind of incorporate this as a daily practice. They can do it for basically anything, including, I would th- I think, creating things or at least creating the right mindset and intention to have things happen that they want to ha- have happen. What has what your been your experience with that? So kind of doing as a daily ritual and also to create things instead of eliminate
1: sure so you can de- definitely it it if it becomes part of your routine and that's amazing because you know we are we are so focused on physical hygiene these days and physical fitness and you know especially with the coronavirus washing hands and you know sanitizing everything But we forget that our thoughts create our reality and we need to sanitize our mind daily. We need a daily mental, emotional hygiene routine, which is even more important than the physical hygiene routine that we follow. So if you can incorporate that and basically to incorporate something like that, you would just say, what upset me today? What bothered me today? what pissed me off today? What made me really upset and angry? And as you tune into that, you know, you could just tap, do the same routine. Even though I was so upset today about blah, 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 blah. I deeply and completely love, forgive and accept myself and do the whole routine. I was so upset tapping on the different points. I was so upset about this next point. I was so upset about that and just going through the, 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 the same routine and addressing the upset. So it it kind of releases and clears the, the stuck, blocked energy of dis-ease that you felt on that day. So, and, you know, where life happens every day and every day you experience some kind of upset and frustration and irritation, we kind of tend to ignore that, but that needs to be addressed on a daily basis. So it's the, in fact, it's the daily stuff that becomes the big stuff later. So it's, it's crucial to do the daily tapping and to create, uh, you know, I I assume you're talking about creating goals and achieving, uh, Uh, you know. um, um,
2: Almost like uh, addition, the way I'm taking it, and correct me if I'm wrong, Shalini, is addition by subtracting. So subtracting any blockages to your well-being, subtracting and eliminating any blockages to our connection to the divine energy, if you will.
1: Yeah. 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 So 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 you know that that is exactly so I you know my when my, when I was tapping my kids would say why do you tap all the time you don't have any pain you don't have any you know what's going on and the way you know I the like you said connection to the divine and that's exactly why I tap every day is for constant contact and you know the divine is always available to us it's speaking to us it's just we've got so much noise going on inside of us that we are not able to in you know tap into that inspiration that intuition and that's why really it's just about clearing the blocks so uh it's it's about what's upsetting me every day and if i have some goals and dreams what are the the things that are that i'm saying to myself what is my self talk That's the only thing that's in the way of you connecting with the divine or you manifesting or you creating whatever you want in your life is the stuff that's going on inside of you. So what is your negative self-talk? That's what you want to clear. And the way you can clear it is you can just write it out. What am I saying? What What am I saying about this goal that I have? What am I saying about this relationship that I have? What am I saying about this job that I have? which is blocking me from experiencing whatever I want to experience in in all the different areas of my life. So becoming aware of what is my self-talk, what is my belief about this topic, that will allow you to become aware of the dirt, the emotional, psychological dirt or negative beliefs that you have. And once you are aware, now you can use EFT. To clean it, so for me, EFT is a cleaning tool. It's like a mop. It's like an internal mopping. Uh, you know, you clear it, it, it. You first you become aware, and then you clear it. And the tapping is the clearing tool. So uh, you know, we we were having this conversation before we got on the call about uh, zero limits and clearing and constantly clearing, and that's basically the way to. Be constantly connected with the divine. Is just to stay clear. Um, I'm a hymn person. I grew up listening to hymns a lot, and you know the the hymn make me a channel of your peace. So you become a channel of peace by clearing and letting go and releasing the negativity, the worries, the stresses, and then you become a clear channel, and then you can tap into inspiration and the divine and be guided from that place instead of living life from fear and stress and worry and doubt and all of that.
2: That's so fantastic because that's what I want to get at. And It's not just, you know, of course you want to eliminate pain and clear blockages there, but it's so much more. This practice is so simple. It is so powerful and anybody can do it, even kids. So I strongly recommend that people pick up Shalini's book is called Instant Pain Relief, A Simple and Effective Approach to Healing Chronic Pain. Shalini Yoshiyam Dagni is her name, and she's a fantastic person. And I love the work you're doing and just keep doing it, doing it, doing it. And thank you for being on Guys Guys Radio, but tell everybody where they can find out more about you, whether it's YouTube, your website and your teaching.
1: So the book is available on Amazon, but it's also um, on my On my website, it's basically www.instantpainreliefbook.com. Instantpainreliefbook.com. And uh, I have a YouTube channel. It's basically EFT with Shalini. I'm also on Instagram. And again, it's EFT with Shalini. And my website is EFTThailand.com. So that's how you can get in touch.
2: Shalini, Yoshi thank you so much for being in guys guys radio forgive me for mispronouncing your first name like Bye. 10 times but the main thing is we got the message out there and we have you graced us on the show and thank you so much
1: thank you so much robert for having me here it's been a pleasure <laughs> it's guys guy radio
2: Okay. Terrific conversations with two terrific women here on Guys Guys Radio. We had Marcella Benson and Shalini Jassi Yamdagni. And let's talk about Marcella's first because her book is called Love, Peace, and Vegetables, Recipes for Conscious Living. And it's a beautiful coffee table book, but it has terrific recipes and it gives you all the information you could ever ask for if you want to make that move towards a more conscious way of living that would be eating more organic uh, not cooking basically but preparing foods that you can eat raw and live and it takes some effort i mean who knows how long you have to soak uh, beans and things like that some of us do some of us don't but she's got everything covered here and i got to tell you the recipes in her book are fantastic and so there's a lot of information also about prep what utensils, what appliances, all kinds of stuff here. So I think I think what we learned is that it's a lifestyle move. It's not something that you, it's not a yo-yo diet or something like that. You have to wanna do it and you have to take the time to slowly evolve. It's like anything else new I've found for myself. I've been finally after my, on my fourth try, I got the feel for how intermittent fasting works. So I'm eating now from like 12 noon to six in the evening and then I don't eat for another 18 hours. And again, it took me four go-arounds to figure out how to do this. Now that I've been doing it for about two months, I feel incredible and it's really working for me in many ways. But the point is when you make these lifestyle changes, you have to give it time, you have to go slowly and you have to understand that it's not gonna happen overnight. It's like fitness or whatever. You know, if you wanna become a runner, you don't just go out and run a marathon, you gotta start slowly. So every step though counts and the most important step the first step, of course. We also had Shalini Yoshi Yamdagni, and she talked about emotional freedom technique, EFT, and how, in her book, she focuses on dealing with chronic pain. And I think what we learned here is that emotional freedom technique is actually very easy to do. It's just a matter of you gotta do some practices. You have to hit those points and know what to say and how to put the intention there, but it's pretty easy and you can get really good results. I have, I think it's terrific, and I urge you to uh, check out Emotional Freedom Technique in general, and also Shalini's book, Instant Pain Relief, if you have chronic pain, which so many folks do. And again, it's one of those uh, kind of alternative ways of dealing with some of the maladies that people have these days, and uh, any new information we can get, anything we can do to help ourselves on our own is always a good thing. So. Guys, Guys Radio, we're here every Wednesday evening at 8 p.m. Pacific time on KCAA Radio here in Southern California. 102.3, 106.5 FM, 1050 AM. The show rebroadcasts every Sunday at 6 p.m. Pacific time on KCAA. The podcast, my YouTube, and now Rumble all air starting Thursdays and it's worldwide. We're in over 100 countries for the podcast. Obviously, YouTube and Rumble, you can catch anywhere, so you have no excuses not to consume Guys Guys Radio. You can watch the interviews, or you can listen to the entire show. It's up to you. I would ask you one favor. If you enjoy the content and the guests I bring you each and every week, please subscribe to my YouTube channel. Just go to Robert Manny. You'll find me, Guys Guys TV, and also, guys guys radio you can go to apple Podcasts or wherever you consume your podcast we're there we're everywhere and i'd be very very appreciative it doesn't cost you a penny and i'm getting you all this information for free you can also catch me on my website robert Manny, M-A-N-N-I.com. i've got over 300 blog posts everything life love the pursuit of happiness wellness diet, fitness relationships All for free. You can also download three free chapters of my novel, which is the source material for everything Guy's Guy. It's called The Guy's Guy's Guide to Love. It's a fun, sexy romp. It's a romance. It's a bromance. It's about two guys in advertising competing for love, sex, power, and money. It's been called The Male Successor to Sex and the City. It's a perfect summer book. I think you'll have fun with it. Check it out. You can download three free chapters. If you dig it, then you can buy it on Amazon or wherever else. You can get the physical copy. You can get an electronic copy. Whatever works for you. I'm here for you each and every week. I want to thank all my guests on Guys Guys Radio. Wonderful 600-plus guests we've had, 500-plus shows we've had. My producer, my wonderful producer, Chris. I want to thank. And also, most of all, I want to thank you, my growing audience. We're just doing fantastic. I've got so many more great guests, so much more information to share with you. We're going to see you again next week. And like I always like to say, guys, guys, finish first.